A new year is upon us, and with it comes a brand new series. The sixth, in fact, as Matt and I are back to bring you more inspirational stories from our awesome online running community. This series is set to be bigger than ever. 14 weeks of amazing guests. But that's not all, is it, Rob? Absolutely not, my friend. The usual nonsense from us and our band of merry misfits returns, whether people like it or not. <laughs> and most importantly, though, in 2022, we're supporting two amazing causes. We're fundraising for Run For Your Mind, as well as our incredible friend Joe, who's recovering from breast cancer. Check out our website for more info on how you can help us support them. And as always, we are looking to grow our fart like family, our amazing community of friends. Uh, we have meetups, races, challenges and so much more planned in 2022. If it sounds good and you'd like to be part of the gang, you can find all the info on our social medias, our website or through our dedicated newsletter. Seek us out. You are very, very welcome. Uh, have I missed anything? Uh, no, mate. I think we're ready to get started. Hit the music! That's my line. Yeah, but you've said it for like two series in a row. It's my turn. No, no, come on, you get it, me. So I think it's down to me. It's only fair. Hit the music. For God's sake, Matt. Just hit the music. Are you alone, groupie? And are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. Can everybody who is excited about running an ultra on Saturday please stand up? I know I look like I'm stood up, but I'm not I'm stood down. Stood down. I'm sat down. You you stood down. I'm stood down. Stood, stand down. Stand down, Katty. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to series six, episode. Ooh, I think is it number five, Matthew? Here's number five of the What the Fart Life podcast. My name is Rob, and as you just said, my name is Matthew, and we are only. Three days away from the... T-minus. T-minus. Three days. Count, countdown's on. The countdown is on. How are you feeling, my friend? <laughs> that good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should have done some running this week. Um, but you know maybe. what? I, I just I just haven't. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I did a good January, I, thought, I feel. Uh, got stuck into that. Uh, I think I... Clocked well over 100 miles for the for the month, which is not bad for me. No. Um, and yeah, now it's it's three three days away. I think the hardest bit is trying to get all my kit sorted, ready ready for the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen quite a few of you guys kind of panicking a little bit about. Do you mm. know how to use a compass, by the way? Uh, yeah. Part of it points north. That's about all. <laughs> right, but how do you know where north is relative to you? Huh? You're gonna get lost up the mountain. <laughs> How do I know where north is relative to me? Well, it depends where where the compass is, isn't it? Where I'm holding the compass. Well, yeah. <laughs> do you know what you're talking about? Not not really, but I'm not gonna use one on Saturday, so. <laughs> We've got somebody that's in in the army and stuff, and and military uh, going with us, so maybe I think Wayne will give us an hand. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, but Wayne's got COVID, so there's like a 50-50 chance Wayne isn't going to make it. So what are you going to do if Wayne doesn't come? Looks like I'm getting stuck up a mountain. <laughs> Before you get 
stuck up a mountain. Why don't you tell everyone what's on the show today, Matt? <laughs> yes, obviously we're going to be talking about, about my week. I've already told you my week. I've done absolutely naff all. Uh, <laughs> chat with uh, Beth Varney. Um, great chat, local lass. Uh, Sheffield, Sheffield, Sheffield. Um, pardon. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you were at least. Were you after some kind of reaction from me? Yeah. I was on me. I'll be honest. Whenever you give I'm me the witness thing, right? You always give witness, and I go witness. So I thought Sheffield, uh, nothing, sorry. absolutely nothing. Sorry, mate. Radio, radio silence, on, mate. I'm, Rubbish. I was on my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's how interesting this is. Then. Yeah. Let's uh, try again. Sheffield. Sheffield. Yeah, some of that. Part run cup update uh, and part run with Sexy Strider himself and that other loser that comes along with him now and then. You know, oh, out oh, of the part run cup. Oh, <laughs> Fighting talk now, it isn't it? It is, it is, yes. Uh, Statman John and Jack answer more questions and roll calls and the usual thank yous. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. You sounded like Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm Je- starting with the Jesus. <laughs> um, got off to a right start, yeah. Oh, haven't we just? This is probably the worst one we've ever done. Um, but we're all <laughs> with it. Uh, so, how are you feeling about about Saturday, mate? All seriousness. Serious. All, all seriousness. Um, I'm looking forward to it in a weird way, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's, there's a fair few of us going up there and and and. Having a go at it, a few people have dropped down to the 30s, um, which is their, their decision, and I'm sure that they're right by doing that for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, looking forward to getting started and uh, and seeing seeing what this little these little legs can do. To be honest, um, where, where these little legs can take you, <laughs> many many places, many places. I keep telling the the lads at work, I'm doing a four, I'm running a 45 mile ultra, and they're all like. You're not running it, are you? you like, clearly, you're not going to be running it. <laughs> Isn't that right. nice of him? Yeah. <laughs> awful, awful human being. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not nervous, really. I think, like, like the I said before previously, uh, the Rasselbach event that's kind of stood me in good stead and, and give me a bit of confidence going forward. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think that I think that's the important thing, isn't it? The, the confidence boost. Yeah, I think that's going to do you really, really well. Just like um and and you know what i think is good as well the fact that you ran it with the people you're going to be running with yeah that bit of camaraderie and Uh, and exactly yeah exactly you guys are running it together and and so you've got that experience of you know kind of like being out on your feet all together if that makes Mm. sense um and not ripping each other's heads off either at the same time it's just (laughs) bonus Exactly, man. Always, always good <laughs> to not kill each other up a mountain, especially because you're going to be spending the rest of your lives up there together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's going to be awesome, mate. I think you can have a great time. Um, but it, it, it is interesting, isn't it? Because ha- have you found it tough mentally? Like, you know, facing into a challenge like uh, like an ultra, you know, just facing the idea of, you know, you know, your body's not meant to do 45 miles in a day. It's not it's not built that way. So, you know, you're stirring down the barrel of this is going to be really tough. How has that journey been for you? I mean, well, I, I guess we'll know more once you've done it. And, and next week we'll dedicate a good chunk of time to it, provided, you know, you're not dead. But um <laughs> But I, I, I'm just curious to know how, because you're saying you're feeling pretty relaxed, you're feeling pretty good about it. Has it been that way all along, or has it been a bit of a roller coaster of emotions? No, I, th- I think first off, obviously, when when 
JP asked me to do it. I mean, in, in all fair fairness, it, it didn't sign me up to it. He gave me the email. I had to click the link. I, I paid for it. I, I went out and said, yes, I'm going to do this. So yeah. it is down to me to, to, to put in the effort. And, and it's it's my decision, finally, that I want to do it. Uh, yeah. But that roller coaster of emotions, I think the initial thought from signing up, it's like, oh, sh- shit, I've got to, I've got to I've got to do an ultra. I've signed up to 45 miles. And then you start the training and you start adapting from marathon training to ultra training. You're walking the hills and, and muscle groups are changing. You're do, doing things differently. It, it does. Yeah. It, it is pretty hard to, to make change that mentality to that, uh, yeah. I feel. Um, and obviously, moving forward, go, go doing the longer runs and, and wrestle walk, it, it did change. Um, and the, the run walks became not easier as such, but you, you learn to manage manage them a bit better. I mean, it might be different on Pendle because there's 2,000 meters of, of elevation. Uh, whereas, <laughs> <laughs> whereas yeah, Rasselbock, it was relatively flat. So uh, maybe that, that might cause some issues. But yeah, I think once you get it in your head that you're going to have to go that distance, it's, it, for me, it's. Um, something i know i've got to do and I'm, I'm quite stubborn and it's something i'll i'll go out and try and achieve yeah yeah and 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 you know what i mean whatever happens you've done amazing you know what mm. i mean switching up your plan putting putting your running journey on hold as well because let's be honest you talked didn't you then about how you've um had to you know adapt to the run walking everything goes into ultras like mm. one thing that i always notice is that people people who are good at it um, who are good at running, I certainly can't do this, but a lot of people, you know, they'll go on into a marathon training plan and it doesn't necessarily mean that the rest of the running journey is on hold. They'll still do part runs, they'll still PB because they're getting that base fitness, um, you know, the aerobic base is building, they're just getting fitter from doing the marathon training plan. So, yeah. you know, the, the times over the shorter distances uh, improve anyway and they can still enjoy the shorter distances as part of that plan. Whereas I imagine with ultras, it kind of goes out the window. I know, I know you've done some part runs and you've had a good go at them, but it feels in a way like it's sort of counterintuitive. Count, you yeah. know what I mean? They counteract <clears throat> each other a little bit. I don't yeah, know. Have you found that? Not, not for the middle distance because there's like, like say, the time on your feet generally gives you that speed sometimes as well. But for for the keeping that speed up for like longer distance, half marathon and up to like 18, 20 miles where you're running your marathon pace, it it, it starts to you start, I feel you start to struggle because obviously you've been adapting yeah. to walking the hills and adapting to doing other things. That's yeah. my personal, personal opinion, personal, um, how I've gone through it, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's all part and parcel of the journey and part of the fun of it, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's been, it's been interesting to observe from afar. I'll tell you mm. that much. Yeah. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm just going to be stuck up on a mountain, aren't I? Next week. <laughs> Uh, oh, 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 okay, Google. Um, how do you use a compass? <laughs> okay, Google. Um, oh, I love it. No, uh, you're going to be fine. There's aid stations. Yeah. They have. Yeah. They, they, they've got helicopters that can come and get you. Don't worry. <laughs> Mountain rescue is about. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> I feel. To be honest, I feel I have not done. Uh, the long long runs I've not been religious with the long runs I mean I did that 130 miler or 32 or whatever it were uh, at Rasselbach but other than that I think I've only gone up to like 17 miles 20, I think I've done a couple of 16s and that's about it so I've not I've probably not trained as much as I should have done 
yeah. whether that will will take his toll on on up on Pendle, I'm not sure. Well, we'll see. We'll That's soon find out. We'll, I'm sure. We we will soon find out, my friend. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, you've already succeeded, and I'm looking forward to coming and cheering you on. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, uh, just keep throwing all the food at me, so that's, that's all I, I need. I will. I'm looking forward to being there with you at the end. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And good um, luck to everybody else that's doing it as well. Yeah, yeah, great team going, isn't there? All of mm. you. Going to be great. Yes, be a good I th- day I think, out. I think you're going to have to. You're going to have the hardest job, though. I think doing driving around, uh, getting drunk all day. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It's a skill. It's a skill. Um, one that I am well equipped to take on, my friend. Uh, yes. A little weekend off, a little weekend off running, to be honest, because I've actually been out running for once. I know, yeah. Well, 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 we have that long chat about me doing this ultra, but what, what have you been up to this week, buddy? All just all you're bothered about is yourself, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 <laughs> me, 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 me. My name's Matt. Me, me, me. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's been great to be honest, pal. So I had my first. We talked, didn't we, briefly? Um, last week on the show about how I'd started getting into a little bit of a rhythm, mm-hmm. feeling the rhythm, feeling the rhyme, something, something. It's bobsled yes, time. It's bobsled time. Um, cool but, runnings. Sorry. Do they ever actually scream cool runnings? I don't yeah. think they do. I'm sure they do. Nope. And it's on a postcard. Did Matt just make up a line from cool runnings, or do they actually scream cool runnings at some point in the film? I'm sure they do. When when they when they, they do feel the rhythm, feel the ride, get up, it's Bob Slade time, and then they start screaming as they're going down the ice. I'm sure they do. Anyway, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> We're not prepared very well for this week, are we? Yeah, so it's it, it, it's been good, mate. It's been good. Thank you for asking. Um, hmm. back in the swing of it, bit of speed work, bit of strength work, bit of stretching. Went for a long run on Sunday. Rabbit Park run. We'll find out more when we chat to Ben in a moment, but didn't do too well in the old parkrun cup. But at least I know where I'm up to. I've been out a couple of times this week. Did a hilly 5k this evening. That was fun. I accidentally shaved my beard off. That wasn't fun. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's fine. It's fine, mate. I'm just, I'm enjoying it. And that's the important thing. So, you know, I talked two weeks ago about how it's your journey and you should um, take from it what you want to take from it. Got some really nice feedback from that as well. So thank you to everyone who reached out um, and said it resonated with them. and that's led me to really quite enjoy things. Like I'm, I'm not putting any pressure on myself. I'm not going for long distances. I'm not going for really testing sessions. I'm just, I did a progressive run last night. Mm-hmm. I did a hilly 5k tonight. I'm not doing more than 5k, maybe, maybe four or five miles of the absolute most in the week. And then a few more on a Sunday. It's yeah. great. It's great. And, and I'm enjoying it most importantly. And nice. you know what? I think sometimes we forget that running is meant to be enjoyed. Don't we? We forget that it's meant to be a hobby. You know what I mean? It, it's yep. so all-consuming, and we get so stressed at ourselves and the targets we set for ourselves. Sometimes we forget that this is meant. No one's paying us to do this. You meant to have fun. <laughs> and uh, and I found that a little bit again the last couple of weeks. So I'm I'm enjoying myself. Nice. Well, that's nice to hear, mate. And I'm sure everybody out there that's doing. The- hey there. You went on mute. I went on mute. Yeah, you muted yourself. You basically you um you sort of were talking and yeah. then you just stopped. And I assumed <laughs> that someone had I, I assumed Donald had come in to tell you off for doing something stupid. <laughs> I, 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 I muted to save face, but uh, no. but no, no, you muted. I don't. I, I, I've lost all train of thought. I don't even know what we're saying now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we just should we just should we just draw a line under that segment? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, whatever you're doing, mate, I'm sure you're smashing it. It was yeah. something along the lines. Thanks, mate. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm looking, and I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into it with you as well. So hopefully, you know, once, once Pendle's out the way, I yes. can't imagine you're going to be signing up for another ultra anytime no, soon. No, they can so. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. So maybe we can uh, maybe we can get back on a couple of runs again soon. Not that we've not yes. been running together, we absolutely have. But uh, yeah, maybe focus on some quicker stuff and we can do it together. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, chase each other around Rother Valley and uh, do the uh, the strides and the uh, interval sessions again. I think I, I enjoyed them last time. What you mean until you got injured almost until immediately? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, but it's uh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, and looking forward to supporting you this weekend and hearing all about it next week. So, uh, with that in mind, uh, one thing that we've not got to train for anymore is the uh, is the Park Run Cup. Well, you have. You have. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You have. Um, I haven't because uh, I bowed out not so gracefully. But why don't we go and chat a little bit more about the last week of the Park Run Cup with our good friends? I don't even know if it is Ben and Emma or just Ben or just Emma, but should we go and find out? We'll find out real soon. Uh, Mr. Ben Stittle, are you there? I am here. Hello, hello. And Miss Emma Jones, are you there? Do we have have Emma? Is she here? Oh, she's here! She's finally showed showed up. I'm more surprised you're here, to be honest. Are we going to have fighting talk between you two today? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I, think, I think they still hate each other, to be Oh, well, one hates the other. Well, well, I'll tell you something, guys. Uh, you'll be very disappointed when you listen back to this episode, because in the first segment, uh, little Johnny Big Bollocks over here finally got his, uh, uh, got, got, got his thoughts together, and he was being a little bit cocksure of himself. Sorry. Right, this round. He is going to get knocked out this round, absolutely. <laughs> Who have you got? Who have you got? B. Harris. I have, yes. Oh, come on, B. Harris. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, everyone, everybody hates Matt. Um, <laughs> so, guys, how are you? You all right? Yeah, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Fine, yeah, good. Yeah, just been out for a run with uh, old Mr. Rother Valley Park Run winner at the weekend, Jordan Moat. Oh, what, what a man. Machine. What a man. What a guy. Um, yeah, we've just done, uh, we're racing, well, he's pacing this weekend, I'm racing at Dewsbury. Um, so we've just been out and done a little steady session, nothing too strenuous, just, just to keep the legs turning over and uh, get ready for the weekend. So yeah, that was good. And uh, settled down at home now. Lovely, lovely. So we've got loads to talk about. Um, Park Run Cup, obviously round one came to an end this week and uh, and round two is ready and roaring to go this Saturday. Um, but let's not forget about the original point of this segment, guys, which is uh, following you on your Park Run travels. So uh, you were somewhere new and exciting this week uh, with a little bit of a conundrum over how to actually pronounce the place. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what happened this Saturday? Okay, so Saturday was my turn to choose a park run. Um, and being the 5k app addict that I am and something I do every week is look for all the Fibonacci's and see where the nearest ones are that we can potentially get and this week it took us south to Grantham to a little place called we say it Belvoir Castle mm-hmm. but Mr Run Director says says it I think he said Belvoir she was trying to be French or posh or something. Mm. I, and, and I'm I'm going deaf anyway, so I thought he just said Belwa. That's pretty <laughs> much a way of saying. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, how, that's how I'd pronounce it, to be honest. I, 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 I just can't get <laughs> over Emma in that broad Barnsley accent de- denouncing someone trying to be posh. <laughs> I was just, that was stood. It was windy. I blame the wind. I, I could have sworn he said Belwa. But yeah. anyway, so we went down to Belvoir Castle, brand new part run. I say brand new, it was event number three, which is on the Fibonacci yeah. uh, challenge. Um, we always tend to turn up for park run about half an hour before, get there for half eight, use the facilities, have a little wander, take a few pictures, etc. Normally, there's not that many people at a park run at half past eight. They start rocking up about 22 and beyond. We got down there and the car park was filling up already. Um, and it was just full of like us, just tourists, everyone there with their cow cows on, 250 T-shirts on, and probably everybody for the same reason, coming for a Fibonacci or coming for a new venue. Um, And as it suggests, it's a castle, and it was stunning, absolutely stunning. Again, we hit it on a perfect day, lovely sunny day, little bit of wind, didn't, didn't affect it much at all. Um, but you have your run briefing in, they've got two courses. They've got a summer course and a winter course. We were on the winter one, which is on all path. Um, and you stand outside, you get your run briefing in the car park, and then you walk up to the start, which is on the main path next to the castle. Um, so up we went, there was loads of people there. I I didn't actually check. I think around 350 people Mm -hmm. did it. And... Yeah, we we started the first kilometre is just straight downhill, absolutely downhill. Um, It's an out and back bit at first. So you go all the way down at two and a half K. Well, about two K, you start climbing. You get to two and a half K, you turn around, you come back down on yourself and then it creates a loop and you end up coming back up because obviously the first K was down to finish. You've got to go up. So you go back up, but they break it up nicely. You swoop round and it's a, it's a bit more of a gentle climb. Um, and yeah, it was it was bloody lovely. You run mm. down through two lakes across a bridge. Um, you're in kind of wooded area to start with. Then it opens up. You go across the lakes and then there's fields and you can see the castle up on the hill. And yeah, it was stunning. Really good. Um few obstacles on the course um it's a working site so we did encounter a tractor uh on the uh, oh, 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 a what a what matt a, a what a tractor, tractor. all right just, just just checking he's awake continue yeah, sorry ben there. Uh, so yeah we had to we had to we got overtaken by a tractor and then we had to overtake it on the way back um and yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say about it apart from it were bloody lovely. There was some deer. Sounds really nice. There was some deer. Did de- you see some deer? I did. I saw a statue of a deer. <laughs> oh, a statue <laughs> of a deer. <laughs> not quite the same, is it? So we're running, we're running down the first <laughs> kilometre, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw what looked like the shape of a deer. Through mm-hmm. the trees, might I add, through thick, thick trees, I said to him, I, I think there's a deer over there. <laughs> We come past the we come past the thick trees and it comes to a bit of an opening and it's a statue of a deer, and for some reason Emma found it really funny. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> oh dear! Oh there he is! There he is! <laughs> the joke is still around. <laughs> it's still here. 
but it was it was a lovely statue of a reindeer. So it, was, it was great. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. That in itself is a win, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly what I said. So, um, yeah, but that was it. And then when you finish, you have to walk back out to the car park. That's where they barcode scan you. There's a little cafe there. Um, big queue of people. By the time we'd done it, when we finished, we walked back up to the castle, took loads of pictures, walked around the rose garden. When you get there. Parking charges start from nine o'clock. It's an AMPR system when you go in the car park. Mm-hmm. So parking charges start from nine o'clock and your first hour's free. So if you turn up before nine o'clock, you're fine. But you've got to be out before 10 o'clock or else you have to pay before you leave. We're tight. We're from Yorkshire. So we rushed up to the castle, took some pictures, quick walk around the Rose Garden. And then we got in the car at like 9.55 and buggered off. <laughs> Very good. And did you did you bugger off somewhere local for a, a cup of coffee and some breakfast? Um, well, on the drive in, we thought we saw a, a nice looking cafe on the corner, so we were like, we won't forget that. That'll be easy to remember when we go back past it. We'll definitely see it. Did we see it? No, we didn't see it. Right. No, we we ended up back on the A1 uh, before we knew it, and at that point, it was, should we get a Mackey's? Yeah, we'll get a Mackey's. So off we went for MacD's breakfast. Really nice Wait. restaurant, loads of seating. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, not overpriced. Uh, selection of sauces with your meal for free, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was lovely. Great, great place. Vegan options as well. Hey, vegan options as well. Possibly. I, I think you get lettuce on the burgers. Yeah. <laughs> I think for breakfast, it's pretty much an ash brown in it. I think that's your <laughs> that's your vegan option. Yeah. Oh, I think that's about it, but. Uh, Talking about breakfast and sandwiches, uh, tell them the story, and what did what did we hear on the way round? <laughs> so I bumped into some people I know from Barnsley who were doing a bit of tourism, and uh, Tim said, oh, the bacon sandwiches look really good here. I'm like, oh, we might have a look when we're finished. And then we were waiting for one of the others to finish, and this guy crossed the finish line wearing kind of like joggers and a hoodie, you know, when somebody's just started running and they're not sure what yeah. to wear. And Tim goes, hang on a minute. That's the guy who was eating a bacon sandwich like ten minutes before park run. Like who inhales a bacon sandwich ten minutes before running? Absolute athlete. That's Matt Taylor behavior. That. I'm about to say it sounds like something Matt would do. That. Absolutely. What do you reckon, Matt? He got round and he, he did it. You. So he did it all right. Something else as well. Uh, we were coming into the finish and uh, I'd, we we had a steady one. So I ran with them and it was coming up to the line and uh, I'd got my phone out, checked my stopwatch. So I'm coming to the line and I'm thinking, right, seven seconds, nine seconds. I need both of them. And we're getting close to it. So for the first time ever when running with them, I dashed off ahead of her to try and get the seconds. Um, and I thought I'd cross bang on nine seconds. Bloody park run volunteers had pressed it on 10, hadn't they? So I missed that <laughs> by one second. Absolute <laughs> scandal, mate. I, I, remember you, I remember you a couple of weeks ago, Ben, and, and you said you, you did this. You've been doing this quite a while where you've been looking at your watch and trying to trying to time it so you cross the line according to what bark, what time you think you need. But you said told me the other week you ran it and just ran it normally and you got both you got both the time and the the, the place, bingo. I did by yeah. not even checking. Yeah, maybe leave it to chance in future, Ben. Well, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> okay. no. Sorry. If I'm taking it easy and I've got opportunity to manipulate my finish time to get that seconds, I'm going to do it. Um, no, that's fair. That's fair. Whereas at Watermead the other week, that was when I was going for my part run cup um, 
attempts. So thinking about slowing down and stopping on a second was never in my mind. And uh, position-wise was never in my mind. It was just all out. And it just so happened I got position and stopped watch bingo on that day. But sometimes you get lucky sometimes you don't but it didn't it didn't affect us we we, we were happy enough it were a great park run glad to have been uh, another one ticked off on the fibonacci another venue added uh, someone is slowly creeping up on her 50 venues uh, what Ooh, you want nice. then 45 now, 45 now oh, so that. there we go we've got four different ones lined up this month so start of march she will tick off her 50 um and yeah yeah there's not much else i can say about saturday morning parkrun other than it was awesome and i definitely recommend going to belwa or belvoir or, or bella or, or, or who knows belvoir castle <laughs> uh brilliant update guys thank you but of course this weekend wasn't just about going to a castle that we can't pronounce. Uh, it was also the last round of the Park Run Cup round, last week of round one of the Park Run Cup. Sorry, put my teeth back in. Uh, altogether, I'd say it was pretty successful, wouldn't you? Oh, we have absolutely loved round one. Watching them week in, week out, checking their results, seeing how people are doing, seeing how close some of the battles were, knowing that going into the last week, there were a lot of people going to put their efforts in. Um, yeah, I mean, when I was sat there on Saturday night compiling all the results, some of the stats that I mentioned about 15 people had broken their 15 people that are in round two were there because they broke their all time park run PB. Yeah. I mean, look at someone like Glenn Penfold off the off top of my head. I think he did his first park run back in 2014 and he's never run one faster than what he did on Saturday. Uh, Gary Ludwin, he's been park running for years as well. Over 200 park runs, never run one like he ran in the in the first round of the cup. Um, so it's it's been incredible to see. Um, great to see people putting the effort in and working hard and reaping the rewards. Andy Bradley, I mean, look at Andy, how long has he been crying for that 20 sub 20 minutes? He's got it. Um, it's yeah it's been fantastic we love to see it and uh, and the good thing is it carries on into round two now it gets that little bit spicier now because some people have worked the hardest they've ever worked in round one if they want to go through to round three they've got to do it all over again Uh, unless you're like me and you've just you're done (laughs) yeah Yeah. you're out you're done move on with your life rob um no it's been it it has it has been amazing and uh, a very successful endeavor if i do say so myself but not down to myself and definitely not down to matt who's done nothing apart from sandbag his way into the second round but entirely down to to you two so just a huge thank you on behalf of us and everybody in the community for the hard work you've put in um i know we said it on the instagram live but you're doing an amazing job and we do appreciate the hard work um and uh, and long may it continue i think it's been brilliant what, what do you reckon matthew i mean i, I think we i think it's been yeah fantastic to be honest yeah really good <laughs> we we love doing it we love you know we love park run and and to see more and more people going to park run and uh pushing themselves and making a bit of competition there's been some connections in it i mean within half an hour of doing the draw on tuesday you've got people winding each other up on instagram stories it was funny to see it's great to see and it, it just creates that bit of a 
bit of competitiveness and uh, it just brings the family that little bit closer together so Agree. We, uh, Could, couldn't yeah. couldn't agree more um, are there any um, spicy any... ties as well so there's yeah some spicy ties <laughs> weren't there as much i'm saying the same things as what you you, you were about to say weren't i right, spicy right, matchups you, going off yeah but, but you don't contribute anything to this segment so why are you suddenly throwing your 2p in now shall, shall i mute myself yeah go yeah. on mute damn bagger are there any matchups that you're particularly looking forward to guys in the second round um, there's there's a few local ones. Lisa Cooper mm. against uh, our very own Paul Locke. That yep. is going to be a tasty one. I think there's something like 18 seconds difference between their PBs. So that is going to be an all-out war. Um, Papa Penfold. Papa and, Penfold uh, and Byron, yeah. They're Dana. just winding each other up already. That's hilarious. Yeah, nice. love, good to see in it. Good bit of banter going to be a good one to watch and uh, yeah I, I mean I wish I could be there for when these kind of ones are happening the local ones witness is Claire against Rob if I remember rightly yeah uh, that's going to be another good one hopefully you're going to go over for that one Rob and uh, yeah going to try my best we've only got a couple of free weekends but if we can make it work then absolutely I'm going over yeah. um it's brilliant it's been, it's been good the local ones but also you know people who, who it's not local but it's giving people an opportunity to chat to somebody who maybe isn't quite in the sphere normally um it's been great and just just a, just a great um reflection of how 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 keen everyone is to step out of the comfort zones have a go at something new and uh, whether they went through or not absolutely incredible performance i think for everyone absolutely absolutely yeah now then we've got we've got another segment to get to the main event and uh, while we've got you here in particular, Ben, this is somebody that you know very, very well. So can I put you on the spot? Do you want to introduce our guest for this week? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Yep. So this week we have uh, a very, very good runner. She's she's a lovely person. She's somebody that reached out to me when she moved to Sheffield and somebody I've now been running with for, I think it's best, it's over two years now she's lovely person brooks part of the brooks run happy team she's a little speed demon she's improving race on race um i run with her every week and she's going to be at dewsbury this weekend and yeah i'm really really looking forward to listening what beth's got to say absolutely couldn't have said it better myself so with that let's go and have a chat to bethan barney Right then, guys, we are keeping it local this week, Fartleckers, and just down the road, in fact, as I talk to a lady who shares the hallowed training ground of Rother Valley Country Park with myself, only she does it much, much more competently than I. An accomplished runner over multiple distances and currently on her way to marathon number six. She's also a member of the Brooks Run Happy team and a huge part of the online running community, not to mention just a bloody good all-round egg. Now, affectionately known as by, by our own Ben Stittle as Beth Chogi, but for the rest of us, Join me in welcoming the awesome Beth and Varney. How are we doing today? <laughs> yeah, all good, thank you. That was a very nice intro. <laughs> there, there you go. It's the best bit. It's downhill from here, I promise you. Um, how, how are you doing? How's your day been? Been out for a run? Actually, no today. I have done some yoga, though, which for me is a massive achievement because... That yeah, counts. That, that counts. Just <laughs> strength. It's strength and conditioning yoga, isn't it? That's a big tick in the box. Yeah, I did it. 
Lovely. Power. Power to the people. Uh, right, okay. Great stuff. Now, we have got loads to go through. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, I'm, I mean, we, we caught up about two weeks ago, and I'm hoping that we're not just going to duplicate the conversation we had in a Starbucks um, in Sheffield two weeks ago, but we're going to get to it. We're going to get all through your running journey, all through the online running community, which I know you're a big part of, through the Brook stuff. There's tons to get to. But as always, we like to start these conversations in the same place. Why don't you tell everybody, anybody who might not know, how did you first get into running? Um, so it's a bit of a family thing, really. So my dad has always been involved in athletics, um, was a thrower. So when we were little, we used to go all around watching him compete and stuff. And then my brother started running um, just to be part of the athletics club. And then I just couldn't be left out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was kind of during um, secondary school, started running on the track, um, yeah, went round doing everything, <laughs> I did it kind of every event possible, um, and then yeah, got into cross country from there, and then it's just kind of escalated as I got older, um, went to uni and started running some semi-big miles. Um, while I was at uni and then yeah just kind of kept going to marathons now so your story is not one of I was an athlete when I was young and then it fell away because I found booze and partying (laughs) and then I found it again when I realized I had to lose some weight or get in shape you've running running and athletics more importantly has always been a big part of your life yeah always just for fun you know I've never been you know I'm gonna go win and, and none of that at all um it was always just to have a go to be involved and it's kind of the the people I've met through the groups I've been part of that have have kept me going and and yeah have have made me want to kind of keep working hard keep training keep racing it's just always been that sort of progression from yeah starting at the track when I was still at school (laughs) Mm. so uh, in terms of kind of moving into the world of hitting the bigger miles maybe starting to do the road races that kind of thing. When, when did that come about? Was that while you were at uni or did that kind of dovetail nicely out of finishing your studies? It, it was when I was at uni, actually, my um, great grandma passed away and she was cared for in a hospice just, be- like, you know, in the months before. And um, the hospice offered me a place in the Great North Room. Mm-hmm. At the time, I thought the Great North Room was 10k. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I can do this, you know, I'm running that sort of miles, this is fine. And then I rang my dad. I was like, Dad, I'm doing, I'm doing great North Run. And he was like, you, you do know it's a half marathon. <laughs> and that was the moment that I was like, oh, I'm going to have to start training now. So that was the first sort of big race I ever did. Um, and then, yeah, absolutely loved it. It was the best thing ever. Um, mm. And that's kind of made me want to keep going and keep doing all these big races keep moving up the distances so it was a bit of an accident because yeah I thought I was doing a 10k <laughs> did you uh, did you find that having your dad sort of experienced in athletics and the fact that you've you've had it as a part of your life did uh, you kind of alluded to it then but was it kind of straight into a training plan then there wasn't any of the kind of fumbling around and getting to the start line of great north run thinking oh god what am I doing you'd you had the the, the regimented plan in place to get you ready to to go at the start line up in up in the northeast Yes. If anyone has met my dad, you are on the training plan. Yeah. And he is ringing you and checking it. How's it going? Um, and he, he, to be fair, comes out quite a lot on his bike with me. And he's the one that's always kind of trying to help. And 
um, and keep keep pushing things. Same with my brother as well. We, we're always out running, he's on the bike and how are things going and he wants to kind of be involved in it. So yeah, it was very much training plan. You can do this. And then from that point, it was it all was then about beating the times. You've done a half marathon now. How far is it? Let's do another one. Um, and then I just got into this circle of doing it, loving it. Oh, I think I can run a little bit faster. And then it just kept going from there to the point where I decided I'd give a marathon a go. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get on to the marathons in a moment. I, don't, I want to circle around just for a second to Great North run that first race because it's, um, it's not a bad one to do, is it? How was the it's experience? <laughs> I, I would say it's possibly one of my favourite races. I, I'm not sure how many times I've done it, maybe five, four or five times now. Um, and yeah, it's the, it's, the atmosphere is just incredible. And for that to be my first experience of sort of a big proper race was amazing. Um, yeah, it's sort of, it's just got that vibe. Everyone's in it just, just to have fun. You know, it's not the easiest course in the world. You're never going to go off and run crazy times. It's just about being in that atmosphere, being with thousands of other people and, and having that experience. So yeah, it probably is one of my favourites. And to have done it for my first one was just, I probably couldn't have picked a better one. No, it's a good, good, good way to solidify having the bug and, and wanting, wanting that adrenaline hit from a race day again, isn't it? Um, okay, so you, you alluded to it then. You then went on to, can I go a bit quicker? Can I go a bit further? Can I do a bit more? Uh, and that will have led to your first marathon uh, training. So what was the first marathon that you did? did Manchester in 2016. That was okay. the first. How, um, did, how did you find the step up from the half marathon and, and, you know, getting into it to then the marathon training block. Cause I know, I know you said that you had the training plan in place for the half, but there's something a bit different about a marathon training plan, isn't there? You never quite can be prepared for it until you do the first one. It was awful. If I'm honest, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I thought, why, why are you doing this? Um, and the only thing that kept me going really was that my brother was doing, doing the races, although we weren't training together, we were both doing the race. Um, and Dan, my husband, was also doing the race. So we, we had that sort of, we're doing it together, um, even though, you know, we weren't going on every run together. Um, so that was probably the only thing that got me through. I remember stopping so many times on long runs and crying, thinking, I can't do this. I've still got 10 miles to get home and I can't do it. Um, yeah, it was, it was awful. Um, and at that point, all I wanted to do was just do the marathon to say I've done one. And, you know, I'm quite happy to go back to my halves and my 10Ks because mm -hmm. that's where I'm happiest. Um, so, yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't all that fun. Not to put anybody off doing a marathon. Um, no, you know what? I don't, I don't think it will. I think it's great to hear because there are probably people who are just starting to get into, if they're doing the spring, if they're in the spring marathon um, plans and they'll just be getting into that training block now and, you know, starting to get up to those 12 mile plus runs. And there'll probably be people who are feeling the same way. And, and, and it's good to hear from an experienced marathon runner like yourself that, you know, we all go through it and it is hard. It never gets easier, to be honest. Marathon training blocks are testing things, aren't they? Um, how, how was Manchester then? How was that first experience of, of, of the 26.2? It Amazing till 20 miles. <laughs> it says, says everybody doing the first marathon, isn't it? The wall gets you. Yeah, I did. I really, really loved the first bit. It had, it had that similar sort of vibe to Great North, you know, being in the big, a big race, you're surrounded by people. There were loads of people out on course and it was just a really nice 
atmosphere and, and a good race to be part of. But yeah, I fell to pieces in those last 10k. Um, again, cried my way to the finish line, crossed the finish line. I'm never ever doing another one. Yep. Um, and then, like so many people say, literally the next day, I, was like, I need to do another one. And it it just once you've processed it, you've got over how much it hurt, <laughs> yep. and that pride of actually, I've just run a marathon. This is amazing. Um, and that then all caught up with me a couple of days later, and yeah, we went again. <laughs> and you kept going, and you went again another four times with a with a fifth one, uh, ready to, lined up. Well, five times, you know what I mean, five and six. Um, so. How does the journey develop from there then? So this is 2016, you said, wasn't it? So we've obviously got a few years to fill in. Um, how, 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 how do you progress from there? I kind of, from that point, decided I was going to concentrate a bit more on the shorter distances again and try and get a little bit faster. Um, marathon training, it's just, uh, it's just such a different beast. And I kind of forgot what running fast was. Um, it was all just about the miles so after that I thought right let's go back try to do you know 5k 10k a few half marathons and stuck with that for a little bit um, and then in 2018 I got a charity place in London wow. marathon yeah. and I just couldn't couldn't say no <laughs> um, so that then kicked the marathon thing off again um, and to be fair I went back to the same training plan I'd used Manchester before I went through the same steps with it um and yeah really 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 enjoyed that second experience of doing it and especially because it was London it's yeah I was I, I was gonna say there's the yeah everybody says that there's something special about London and that was 2018 did that one was it yeah the really hot one I was about to say that was the hot year wasn't it so how was that experience apart from <laughs> I imagine quite sweaty yes I'd gone in with a big goal I really, really wanted to chase um, the good for age time, um, which is 3.45. So in the previous marathon, I just ran a 3.50 something. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly what it was. So I had a bit of time to shave off, but I'd gone in and I and really, really wanted to do it. And that was the goal for it. And then the day was, it just didn't happen for me. It was, it was far too hot. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember thinking, come on, you're doing this for charity. There's not, there's no pressure to run fast um and got to about halfway and thought just enjoy this now have have a nice run round. look look where you're running because this is the thing like with the marathons I've done I can't tell you where I've ran and what I've looked at because I've been so concentrated on what pace am I doing and you know am I is there a water station and where are my gels and you know all that sort of thing so that was actually a really good opportunity to throw the ego away go over it. we're not going to do this for time just run and enjoy it um and then yeah got the full London experience which was incredible yeah, I was going to say in a good race to do it at as well because I think a lot of people say with London you can there's so many things it's not just the weather with London there's so many things that can impact if, you, if you're going for particularly quick time there's so many people there you get stuck in a crowd you can lose your head so sometimes just thinking I'm going to go out I'm going to see these sites I'm going to enjoy these crowds because there isn't a there isn't a hundred meter stretch where you're not surrounded by people is there oh not at all no, it's crazy, especially kind of because your starts are set so that they have three starts, I think. So you're kind of in, you're not in a small group, but it feels a small group for those first few miles. And then as soon as you merge with the other starts, it's mad. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely surrounded. But yeah, just being around people that, you know, everyone's wearing their 
people that are running for charity they've got it all over the vest the charities that run the people that they're running for and that's really nice as well to kind of see that because in kind of local you know 10ks where everyone's racing for time you don't get that no those reasons for people running so that's a really nice part of it as well and then yeah just the crowds are mad Mm, absolutely mad other than the people stood outside the pubs having a nice pint and you're thinking oh still got half marathons are running you're having a nice cold pint that's the hardest bit especially in that heat as well i think in 2018 yeah definitely okay so we come out of london 2018 what happens next what did happen next um well i was running did i run manchester again i did run manchester again in 2019 Mm -hmm. kind of a year difference because they were both in eight in the april so i had again a bit of downtime jumped back down to the um shorter distances tried to run some park run pbs which is so hard yep agreed <laughs> Everything. um yeah had us had the summer again of just having a bit of a, a chill um and then jumped back into the marathon training again in the um winter and this was my, I am going to get that good for yep. age time. This is my time. Um, so tra- I did train. I've never trained that hard. And I haven't, I haven't trained that hard since, to be honest. Um, that was a really, really, really tough training block. But yeah, it was fab. <laughs> and yeah, and then it was all about that marathon, building up to it again. Yep. Um, I'd run a half marathon PB in like the run up to the marathon. So I went into it feeling pretty pretty confident and pretty sure that I was going to do it so that was a very nice experience being confident and yeah yeah it's a big part of it as well I think psychologically if you're going into it positively particularly when and and they say it don't do that with a marathon it's as much a battle with your head as it is with your legs I think if you've got that good mindset and you're feeling good about yourself the endorphins are flowing then it's going to get you around quicker and, and and certainly more comfortably than otherwise yeah it's the, the, you know, it's still the, the last 10K of that race is still what I always think about, which is a little bit sad, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm out training and it's really hurting and I think, oh, why are you, why are you putting yourself through this? I always remember the last 10K of that race because it, I just felt incredible. And I thought, how do I, f- I'm flying. How do I feel this good? I've just run 20 miles. Um, and I remember running past my mum and dad at about 24 miles, I think, and dad just screaming, Corinne, like, you're going to absolutely smash this. And I looked at my watch and I thought, how on earth am I doing this? And it was just that magic, magic moment. And the, the reason why, oh, the reason I run really for those moments. Mm. And it was just that, oh, you can do this, push hard. And yeah, so that's what I remember still, if it's cold and raining and I feel miserable out on a run. <laughs> just, yeah about that feeling and there is there, there is that positive feeling at the end of it all um so this is 2019 you're on an absolute high i think we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago as well privately um of course you build in your building it's positive it's positive you're going in absolutely the right direction then of course march 2020 happens yeah. so how, how did covid impact your running journey i was supposed to be doing london 2020 um so I'd done all the training and I was furious. <laughs> mm, yeah. um, I 
well yeah I'd started the training just before the Christmas and then it will yeah it was March it all got cancelled so it was what like three or four weeks out um but the positive is that that's where my park run PB is because I was so furious the weekend that the marathon had been cancelled that I, <laughs> I went to park run I thought I'm just gonna lay it all out and that was the last park run as well yeah uh, and that was my part run PB and still is my part run PB. So mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, you, you, you're going to need another national lockdown and mass race cancellation to go well, quick yeah. for a park run. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> anywhere near it now. So yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was kind of the end of that. And then that first lockdown, I, I didn't really do a lot. No. I was, I think, well, everybody was in different head spaces, weren't they? But, I was just like, I've trained so hard. Everything's, who knows what's going on with the world. Um, I found initially kind of working from home and all of that quite hard to find the motivation to go out and, and do those things as well. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't really run a lot in those first few um, or in that first lock, proper lockdown really. Um, and then as soon as we were kind of allowed to meet with people and stuff um that's when me and ben started to train together so we were meeting once a week um and we were doing our speed sessions um and that was then kind of what kick started getting back back into it again and finding that motivation again yeah. um but yeah that first lockdown was just it was difficult it was. It was. It was horrible. But the one, the, the lovely segue that you've given me there, and I'm sure you did it on purpose, our good, <laughs> our good friend, our own Ben Stittle, um, an online running friend, of yes. course. And, uh, and you, are, you are pretty active on, so, on the old social media, big part of the Instagram running community. How have you found, I guess not just, I'm not asking specifically during lockdown, but that's a part of it. But how have you found the online running community and, and Instagram and all that good stuff has helped you with your running journey in general? Yeah, um, it's been really positive for me, really positive. Like I couldn't shout enough about how great I think Instagram is. Um, I know there'll always be little negatives that come with it, but for me, it's been a really, really positive um, journey. So I actually started my Instagram when I was training for London the first time. Mm -hmm. um, and was just posting my runs, like, oh, I've done six miles today, I've done whatever. And I found that really useful to just kind of connect with people that were going through the same journey and people that were also finding long runs hard and, you know, and that sort of thing. Um, so that was really, really a nice way for it to start. And it, and it was always just, this is what I'm doing today. What have you done? How, how's it been? And, and that sort of thing. And then, yeah, I've just met more and more and more people through it, which has been amazing um and then during lockdown it was so i needed it i don't quite know what what i'd have done without it um so yeah that was really really nice and yeah since then when we've actually been allowed out i've met a lot of people in real life from instagram which yeah i never if you think like 10 years ago would we be doing this like no no absolutely not red flag red flag red flag <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's been a really, really positive place for me and I love just seeing what other people are doing and what races people are doing and, and just the whole sort of community of it, I find a really, really nice, really positive place to be. 
Yeah, absolutely agree. And um, and of course, it's afforded opportunity as well. And, and you talk about community. You're part of the Brooks Run Happy team. Um, that, that's pretty awesome. How, how did that come about? And again, how does that feature in, in your day-to-day running life? So Brooks, for me, has always been a brand that I've worn. Um, and yeah, just, just really like their trainers. And to the day, still, mum wears Brooks, will only ever wear Brooks. <laughs> like, we've got a bit of a brand allegiance. Yeah. Um, without the the Instagram side of it, but yeah, so I'd seen I'd seen it was a thing, and I'd followed some of the guys that were in it in previous years, and then just saw the opportunity to apply for it. They were looking for new people, um, so just put the application in. Didn't think anything of it, so they're never going to choose me, um, and then they did. Uh, so that was lovely, um, and that was yeah, just just pre lockdown again. Um, so I managed to meet the team once in real life, uh, which was lovely. We had a meet up to kind of kick off the team that year um, and then didn't see each other again until well, just before Christmas this year. Um, so that was quite a long time mm. to not to not kind of see each other in, in person. But actually that community online is is really, really supportive. Um, supportive on Instagram supportive you know just messaging each other and how are things going and if someone's um, got a race coming up you know everyone wishes them good luck it's just that sort of really nice vibe and really well happy (laughs) place to be Um, but yeah being able to meet up again in real life and race together is a really really nice thing to be part of yeah and I I think it's what the Brooks do really really well obviously as a um, uh, an impartial third party in the matter. It doesn't feel like it's a, a salesy thing. It doesn't feel like the primary purpose. I mean, obviously they want to sell shoes, don't they? But it's, it doesn't feel like the primary driver. I feel like it's just a really good way to, to build a network and an infrastructure of people who are like-minded and, and, and subsequently can connect with others and, and share their stories uh, through, through the platform that Brooks has as, as such a popular and, uh, and famous brand. Yeah, I would say so. And the the whole kind of the marketing, if you like, is behind books, the part of it that we're involved in is that everybody's a runner. You know, it doesn't it doesn't matter how fast you are, it doesn't matter how how far you run. You don't have to be this, you know, incredible runner that trains seven days a week and that's not what it's about. It's about giving everybody the opportunity to have a go at running, hopefully to enjoy running. Um and to just kind of spread that message that, you know, everyone is a runner. Um, there's some people on the team that, you know, are mad ultra runners, which is crazy to me. Um, there's other people that just enjoy a park run. You know, you've got a real mix of people um, that all run for different reasons. Um, but yeah, it's really nice as well to understand other people's stories and how have they got into running and what does it mean for them? Because not everybody is a super fast runner chasing all these times. That's really not what the team or the brand is about at all, really. Or what running should be about either. So it's great that that diversity is represented there as well. So, um, uh, so obviously lockdowns happened, we've gone online, we've adapted, um, but we're start the world starting to open up again. Um, any big, sort of moments in 2020 apart from of course you join the steel city striders which makes makes us club mates um uh, how did 2021 go once the world started opening up again 
it was nice to get going again. So actually, we only moved to Sheffield just before the first lockdown. So February 2020, we moved to Sheffield. So I joined the Striders, went to about three sessions, and then it all stopped. Um, so for me, that kind of unlocking of things was really nice to meet people locally, to go to local um, were just places, different places to run that I'd seen people running and mm. just to kind of explore the area and explore yeah. where we now live and, and the people around and, and then eventually the park runs around and, you know, all of that sort of thing that we would have done so much sooner yeah. um, if, if we could have done. So, yeah, that was probably the nicest bit of things starting to unlock was just exploring, meeting people, going back to the club, going back to races and that sort of side of things. Yeah. Brilliant. And um, so, and, and so what, what's next then, I guess, what, what, I know, I know you've got a marathon in plan. Uh, you, from the way you, uh, you mentioned it about three minutes ago, I assume an ultra is not the next step thereafter. Um, good, good. There are a few of us out there that still aren't brainwashed by this ultra siege mentality. Um, so what's, what, what's 22 going to look like for you then? Oh, good question. Um, so yeah, ultras are not, I, I'm sure one day somebody will talk me into one, but right now, no thank you. <laughs> like a marathon is far enough for me. Um, but yeah, so this year I'm doing London again, which I'm, oh, I, I just feel so lucky to be able to go back and, and keep doing it because it's, it's incredible. Um, but that's not till October. So I've kind of skipped the spring marathon this year, which feels a bit strange. Um, but it's given me an opportunity again to focus on those shorter distances. So 10k, Dewsbury 10k, I'm doing in a couple of weeks. Um, we're going to try and go for a PB, but who knows? Good um, course, good PB, PB course, Dewsbury. Yeah, and then I just I want that park from PB. That's my big goal. Sub 20 one yeah. day. <laughs> It'll come. Um, It'll come. Yeah. You're, you're so close to it as well, aren't you? So it's nearly not, there. No. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you've got Rother Valley on your doorstep, which is a nice flat course to be doing it from. Yeah, a very lovely course. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now, is just focusing on those 5K, 10Ks. I might do a, a half, maybe sort of April, May time. Um, and then that will lead nicely then into kicking off marathon training again over the summer for london and is, is is there a goal in mind for london or or is it just see how it goes in the training block and make your plans from there yeah that's a goal <laughs> there's always there's always a goal with me i find like i chasing times is the bit that i enjoy i mean i mean i enjoy lots of aspects of running but chasing those times is sort of what motivates me um so yeah i always like to have a little goal it's um well i'd like to run a three or sub 330 incredible that's what that's the kind of the big dream yeah. um and yeah whether it happens this year whether it happens next year who knows but that's kind of yeah that's where i'm at with the marathons that's that that's all part of the fun isn't it just seeing where the twists and turns take you um well we've been talking for half an hour if you believe it, it's absolutely flown by. Um, been absolutely lovely hearing all about your story. Before I let you go, is there anything we've not mentioned, anything you wanted to cover? Or is there anyone you wanted to say hello to, shout out or mention before I let you go? 
Well, I'm gonna have to shout out the Sheffield Strider himself. Cause, cause he specifically asked you to. No, but <laughs> okay. and he listens to this. Yeah, Next yeah. time we train, he'll be like, hang on. Mm, um, yeah. Because actually, since that, since we started training together in lockdowns, we have pretty much done a speed session every week, bar kind of a couple of weeks where we had a bit of a break. And he drags me around and. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't do them if he didn't. <laughs> so, he's, he's he's a good egg, is Ben. Gotta shout him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, probably just to the Brooks teamies because they're always happy, always kind of um, want to know what's going on, and very very supportive. And then taking it way back to my dad because if it wasn't for him and the athletics, like I don't. I wouldn't be here, I wouldn't be running, I wouldn't be chasing times, I wouldn't be on Instagram, like I wouldn't be doing any of this. So here's the reason. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is an absolutely wonderful place to finish. So uh, on that note, I'll let you get back to your evening. Thank you so much. Uh, I think people are going to love it. Uh, if people want to give you a follow, just remind us where you can find you on, on the old Instagram. Yeah, it's just Beth and Vaughn. Beth and Vaughn. Nice and easy to remember. We'll pop it all in the uh, in the bio as well for people to link if they aren't following you, but I'm sure they already are. Um, and, and that's that. Looking forward to seeing you next time at a park run or seeing me wheezing around Rother Valley feeling sorry for myself. Um, uh, so, yeah, thanks so much for your time and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, lads and ladies. SMJ here. And it's question time with me and another guy. So why don't you come on, have a sit on my knee, grab an animal and let's stroke it together. You ask, I'll answer. One time only. For the whole series. Wink emoji face. Right, uh, that's it, that's that's right, right, swallow. <laughs> uh, lick it, lick. <laughs> And then, oh, watch it squirt, squirting everywhere. <laughs> in the eye, in the eye, in the mouth. Bloody hell, lads. Oh, oh that was good all three of us as well. Never done it three way. That was good. That was good, Sat, man. I like that. I like that. That's one of your specials, isn't it? That is, that is, my lad. That's a uh, Sat, man, John special tequila shot. Oh, I like it. I'm going to have to do more of them, I think, when I go out with my friends. You are, you are, man. All right, where are you? You're going to the toilet. Right, you go to the toilet. Um, I tell you what, we could do that uh, potty thing, couldn't we? Quickly, while he's you, in the loo. Yeah, did you just want to tell the boys and girls who we're with today? Oh, hello, we lads. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the potty of SMJ and Jack. Um, SMJ and SMJ and J, that man drum. SMJ no, I went to say it, and then my tequila nearly came back up, so I stopped. We okay. are uh, currently with Martin Kemp. He's just gone to the loo. Good lad, good lad, friend of mine. Um, should I tell him where we are? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you go ahead, Sam John. You tell him because it's your treat today, wasn't it? Yeah, my treat on me, lad. Um, I brought you to a Mexican restaurant run by Mexican fleas. Mm, yeah, and we've had our starters. It was lovely. A bit small, though. The portions were a little bit small, weren't they? Obviously, the chef is a flea, so he can only uh, do it so big. Yeah, it didn't really fill a hole, but some people will call us the Free Amigos. No. It was good, wasn't it, Statman? 
No. Um, so yeah, we're having a few drinks, a bit merry, a bit. Some may say. Um, We've had a glass yeah. of wine each. Little Malbec. I went all out, didn't I? Bottom of the menu. Bottom of the menu. No to, holding we're back. We're gonna have to get a taxi home, won't we? No, I will walk. Okay. How far? Your house is quite fast, then, John. 179 miles away. Yeah. Okay. Well, you may. It won't, it won't take you too long. One minute mile in, you'll be done in 179 hours. Won't, 179 minutes. Bloody hell! Yeah. What have you had to drink, lad? Put that Sorry, down. Sam. Sorry, it goes to my head. It goes to my head. I'm only young, remember. Anyway, I'm not experienced. Like is uh, making me dizzy. So. Sorry. Listen, lad, shall we do these questions before old Kempy is back? Kempy boy. Yes, go on then. I'll, I'll let you kick off. I'll kick off, as always. They're not ready. Right, so, uh, first of all, we have at DirtMonkey73. He said, lads, any tips on how to recover after a long run? Question mark. Dying after 15 miles yesterday. Satman, this question was sent in... I think a quite a few maybe like nearly a two weeks ago now I hope he's not dead already uh, listen lad if you are speak to me give us a sign he's yeah. not he's fine do you want to answer first or do you want me to yeah I'll answer first I'd also like to make a note of his name 73 is four numbers away from our favorite number 69 wink emoji um, any tips on how to recover after a long run um, I would say the first thing after your long run, get some food in you because the protein works best within 30 minutes after exercise, especially like a protein recovery drink, best way to help your muscles recover, um, all those tiny little tears in the fibres. A little bit of foam rolling, a little bit of stretching, but not too soon after, maybe later on that evening. And although it sounds counterintuitive, go out for a little run or a little walk, but very, very slow just to get your legs moving again. Otherwise, they will stiffen up. Wink emoji. And that's what I would suggest, that man, John. Okay. Uh, sorry, I wasn't paying. I just spilt something. Could we get one of the flea cleaners over to clean that up? Clean, clean, clean. Oh, he'll be there a while, Statman John. He's only little. There you are. Right. So he listen. makes stat, he makes oh. Matt look like a giant. You just interrupted me, my lad. That hasn't yeah, been done sorry. for a while. Sorry, Statman. I know. I was on a I was on best behaviour for a few weeks, and my step. Getting a little out of control. Do I need to hold you it's, back? No, it's the wine. It's the wine. It's going to my head. Okay, so, uh, listen, Dirt of the Monkeys, 73 of them, I want you to go out and buy some quality streets, okay? Quickest recovery, you're going to buy yourself a tub. You're going to swap the wrappers of seven strawberry delights for seven orange creams. My lad, Ooh. you will feel marvellous, better than you did before the run. Oh, that's good. I've got some quality street downstairs as well, Statman, so if... if if the if the dirt monkey man wants to come and get some then i'll pass them over to him that is very kind of you my lad uh shall i go next do you want to go next oh, i'll go next that man we'll take it in turns like we always do okay so this is from our good friend marshall mainly running you like him don't you he's a nice guy i do he's a gentleman i wouldn't mind him reading me a bedtime story yeah um well he says if the mandatory kit list for an ultra has a whistle on it, what kind of whistle would you take? Oh, um, Marshall Manley running, aka Neil. I would say bring any whistle. Not a referee whistle, because they're very loud and annoying. You want maybe a normal whistle. I've got a little plastic one. 
called a rescue howler i guess because maybe it's a different pitch level and i'll give you an example now brackets i haven't actually managed to blow the whistle properly yet i'm having a little bit of trouble but i'll give it an attempt live now there you go sorry for all your earphone listeners so yes just maybe a rescue whistle or something that will be high pitched for people to hear you um or just shout let a flare off whatever don't listen to them um statman john what would you say uh, I'm going to save you a bit of time, old Marshall. Um, take no whistle. That is the actual instructions. Read between the lines. No whistle. Find yourself a cow and stroke its tongue. Help will be alerted and your location identified, my lad. Oh, I didn't know cows were like any type of cow, like a highland cow or, or any cow do? Any cow. Okay. And as, as a lot of people say... Um, mill brackets marshall when you run in you can always just use your fingers your fingers are the best thing you can use in any situation wink emoji um satman do you want me to go with one more before you go for the last one or no, do you want to jump in? i will go please stop trying yeah. to push it we'll keep, so, we keep switching places uh this is from gary underscore lud win he is a winner uh he asked me what temperature is considered cold enough for leggings Bracket still in shorts, close bracket. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll 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 put in my uh, penny pennies worth. Um. He says still in shorts, but we don't know. He could be living in Australia, which is hashtag hot. So um. So I guess I guess he's from the UK. We just assume that, and it's bitterly cold here. I'd personally say, Gary, don't wear leggings. Shorts give you a little bit more freedom. Um. Just let. It, I feel like you're more of a runner in shorts. It just move everything moves about well. Get yourself some calf sleeves if you if you want to keep your calves warm. I wear some quad sleeves as well to keep my quad muscles warm, so I don't like pull anything. But I say just just don't bother with the leggings, Gary. Just stick with the shorts. Stick with with what you know, and they're also a lot easier to wash and dry. So think of think of the benefits. What about you, Sam? Man, are you a leggings man? Uh, no, I am not. I see myself as a seal and wear nothing. So, um, Gary, if you have to wear something, oh, yes. Uh, get yourself some speedos, shorts maximum, nothing longer than that. I remember you like being naked from when we went go-karting. That was a start. Mm. Mm. You mm. enjoyed it. Right, last I one. I did enjoy it. Last one. Okay, I'll, I'll jump in. This is from... One of your favourites, Statman and John. Gun, who do you reckon it could be? Pick a favourite that you that you know. Emma JJ85. It is. It's Emma JJ85, the the uh, lovely lady from Barnsley who is going out with the equally lovely Ben Stittle, Sheffield Strider. Um, and she says, if you could run any race in the world, what would it be, and who would win win in a race between Statman, John, and Jack? Uh, firstly, before we go into any answers, Stamman John, I would just like to say that we will be charging Emma double for that question, because even though she said it was one question, there's actually two in there. Um, did you want to answer first, Stamman John? Let me just pick myself up. I'm currently roffling, as they say, from that hilarity. Uh, I would mm. win in any race. You, in, in any race, yeah? Yes, against you. Okay. So, um, okay. what race, any race in the world? Well, M's. I tell you what, the race I would uh, want to run is the race to unlock your heart, wink emoji. Um, although my puzzle man has won that race, 
It's a race I will never complete, so there is no other race. Oh, that was really cute, Statman. You're slurring um, well, a Emma, bit, my man. Sorry, it's because it's we've been mixing and you got me doing that special Statman drill on tequila shot thing, and hey, like I said, I'm only young. It's been trying to do try... squirt. SLS. <laughs> SLS, I like it. Um, Emma, I would say if I could do any race, there's loads of races. If we're to, like marathons, like the Gold Coast Marathon or the New York Marathon, but if I could pick one race in the whole wide world, it'd be the Western States 100. I think it's just really prestigious. I think it's probably the top you can do in terms of ultra running other than ultra Mont Blanc. But I think Western States would be quite nice. I watched a video on it recently where they started in the snow and then they were running through valleys and canyons and it was like bright sunshine, boiling hot. So I just think you get a mixture of everything there. And who would win in a race between Statman John and Jack? He's a very talented man. Um, I think what, like he said, although it pains me to say it, I think he would beat me in any race. He's a very talented man, multi-talented. He could beat me in an egg, egg and spoon race, a swimming race, a roly-poly race, you name it. I think he could probably have me in anything. Unless we're going on about how many words you can say in the space of an hour, then maybe I would win. But um, oh, other than that, God. sorry, Simon John, too many words. Oh, fall asleep. Right. Oh, Kimpy, oh, Kimpy, learn it. Don't put that in there. Sit down, lad. Right, this little lads. flea, I think, uh, wants to take a picture of us. Shall we gather up, my lads? Yeah, because we got our main meal coming. So, guys, we'll be back next week. I'm taking Statman John to a special place. And, uh, Statman, why have you got that Power Ranger mask on? You've had it on all night. Uh, Matt? Yes? Before we go into the roll call this week... Mm-hmm. I've got a question. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'd, write, I'd like you to tell a story, please, if that's okay. Right, okay. So, um, last week... Yeah. Um, the I sent you a message, didn't I, about the Statman John and Jack segment? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Why, why don't you tell everybody why it's funny <laughs> and what happened? Well, if you listened to last week's uh, show, you will have heard Statman John and Jack talking about my cadence um, uh, and my running style. Um, and they answered it pretty well, I thought. Um, Jack, Jack answered it, answered it with quite de- a lot of detail. Um, explained that my stride is probably not the biggest, and I'm doing lots more steps compared to everybody else uh, per mile. And you, you text me after listening to that. I'd not listened to it, and you text me saying, um, "Have you heard Statman John talking about your cadence?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? And I'm like and "What did you say?" <laughs> and I take, I, I text back saying, "What the hell is Statman John talking about my daughter for?" <laughs> Because my daughter's called Gid. <laughs> yeah, but it's not spelt the same way. I no, spelt it right. I thought, I, I, know, I, thought, I thought you spelt it. I thought you spelt my daughter's name Cadence with a C, and you spelt it wrong. Because I'm not a moron. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, so they weren't talking about my daughter. They were talking about my Cadence. Well, not not my Cadence, but my Cadence. Shut up! Just shut up! Hit me with a roll call, Matthew. All right, dance monkey. <laughs> All right, partner, you know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. Every day you disappoint me a little bit more. <laughs> that's that's your roll call for me, is it? <laughs> that's my roll call for you. Do better. Must, must, must try harder. Uh, right, do, do you want to go first? 
I am a very big tryhard, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Timmy tryhard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I shall go first. Uh, Mrs. Blackwell, 84, um, smashing her park run PB. Yes, she did. Uh, Mrs. Blackwell, Laura, awesome running. Well done to you. Uh, yep, great job, Laura. Oh, are we going from the bottom to the top? From the bottom to... Is that a song? It's got to be a song, that, isn't it? It is a song. I'm sure it is. Anyway, Rob Corns, he got 50 <laughs> seconds off his part run PB and two minutes and 13 off his Strava 5K oh, PB. That's wow. amazing. Awesome. Wow. Awesome running. Uh, Rob Corns again, plus a shout out to everyone else that broke part run PBs during the Cup. Uh, special mention to Papa Penfold for his oh. awesome effort as well. Yeah, we, oh, we spoke about that with, with Ben in the part run Cup segment. And yeah, absolutely smashed it. Well done, Papa P. Always oh, up for a special mention for Papa P. Um, uh, uh, one from Alex, one of the Pendle pricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's uh, big enough herself because she's managed to resist the urge to run. I can only assume because she's in the midst of a taper. Yeah. Um, I, say, I spoke about that at the start of the show, didn't we, as well? It's it's difficult to uh, to, to uh, master that skill, I feel. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yes. Uh, Paul Griffiths, proud of playing sports with you. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You continue. <laughs> Must do better. <laughs> proud of trying. Paul Griffiths, proud of trying something new. I didn't like. I now like Starbucks. Matt, Matt you just turned your camera back on. And? I thought you might want. <laughs> no, I don't want to see you. It makes the file massive. <laughs> Could you wear clothes on? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, Paul Griffiths, pr- uh, proud of trying something new. I don't like something new he didn't like. I now like Starbucks. I'm, I'm assuming that was your uh, meetup, was it? Yes, it was that meetup. Yeah, we went for a mm. Starbucks. Paul was not a Starbucks man, but he enjoyed himself. He had a good time. And, uh, and yeah, we did. And it, Paul also wanted to shout out the self proclaimed Pendle Pricks, mention you guys again, just to say good luck. Uh, you're going to need it. He didn't definitely. say that. I, had, well, I, 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 I added that bit. Mm. What collectively we're going to need it or just me? Specifically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, no every, everybody needs good luck. Mm. Um, but I worry most about you. Thank you. Thank you very it's not, much. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Ludwig uh, got to round two of the What the Fartlek Park Run Cup. Well done, Gary. And completed month one of marathon training. Always always a good start when you complete the first month. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Off, off to the difficult one, getting into the, uh, the flow of it all, isn't it? So oh. big shout out to you, Gary. Well done. Uh, Wayne. Uh, Wayne six nine seven eight, a good friend of the show, and a pendle prick. Uh, well, he hopefully he'll be a pendle prick. Um, getting through this week, and yeah, fair play to you, mate. He's he's had COVID. He's fighting a battle against time to get fit and ready and rowing for pendle. Yeah. I know he really wants to do it. It's got to be a struggle both mentally and physically, my friend. We're right behind you, hoping you get that negative COVID test, and uh, and looking forward to. I hope, mate, finally meeting you this weekend. Yes, uh, Emma. Not me, but I'd like to shout out Ben uh, for completing Red January. Yeah, kept kept it quiet, but he's absolutely smashed this month. Put some amazing mileage out, and uh, he's not one for for um, completing Red January. But if you if you go back to one of his Instagram posts, he does a, a cracking write up of why he did it and stuff. And uh, yeah, awesome awesome month of running, Ben. Well done. Agreed. Uh, there's one here from Donna. Just calling you a dickhead. What's that about? Fair, fair. Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty fair. I can't. What can I? How do you argue against that? I can't tell whether she's calling you a dickhead because on the stories this week it was you doing the worm, um, <laughs> or whether or, or whether she just thinks you're a dickhead in general. It could be either. It could be both. I think I think it's probably both. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind making a fool of myself. But everybody knows this. Uh, fat lad from what else? Thanks to Alex and Paul Griffiths. He's Poinka. No, he's not an Oinka. He's an absolute massive Wednesday act, and he's brilliant. Anyway, for helping me to get a part run PB last Saturday. So well done, fat lad from Woodhouse. Paul. Yep, you guys all absolutely smashed it. It was great to see you last week. Um, and uh, you just had one more, didn't you, Matt, on behalf of Ben and Emma? I did, yeah, but I also had another one from Paul Locke. I, uh, he wants to say how disappointed I am in Rob not wearing his What the Fart Like t-shirt on Saturday. Yawn. Here's <laughs> the record, Paul Locke. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> finally, Ben and Emma. Ben and Emma. Ben and Emma. Uh, oh, thanks to everyone. <laughs> All right, carry on. Piss off, well. Rob. Thanks to everyone that got involved in the Partner Cup and making it what has been so far um without you guys embracing it and going with it it wouldn't have been the success it's been uh so to everyone that, that joined and and took part um and and pushed themselves from ben and emma thank you very much and from ourselves as well it's been awesome and i can't wait for uh, round two to start and see everybody's times drop even further here here matthew well done uh, and yes and, and of course one more time i know we've uh, sucked them off quite a lot this last week both uh, physically and metaphorically um but uh <laughs> but well done and thank you to ben and emma for all their hard work in uh, in getting the park run cup off the ground making it what it is we're very excited for it. and we are very very excited for the final we're really really hopeful we're going to be able to organize a final where people can come along the two participants could run together um everyone will come and watch maybe we'll do a bit of a takeover of the volunteer roles the marshalling um and we'll just make a morning of it picnic it'll be it'll be springtime by then uh, picnic in the park is a fart like family favorite oh did you see that alliteration matthew lovely jubbly um, i did so it yeah, we're really excited did you yeah, say you too. did it yeah have no, it. No, you did lovely it. lovely jubbly no that's not alliteration <laughs> it's similar <laughs> is, that, is that just rhyming that's just rhyming that <laughs> Has Isaac been doing phonics in school? Piss <laughs> off, you planting prick! <laughs> that better. There he is. There he is. You just googled it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bless you. Uh, right, Matt. I, I realised realize, well, as soon as I said, "There you go, I've done one." Uh, yeah, it yeah. kind of. And then you started laughing. I'm like, "Oh, fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> I've done it again. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, Matt, have we got some thank yous before we get out of there? Yeah, uh, thank you to Graham Lynn <laughs> for the super awesome theme music. Beth and Varney, awesome chat. Uh, ben and Emma, thank you for coming on, sharing part run news and part run updates. Statman John, Jack, uh, again, everyone on the newsletters. We've got Paul, Claire, Nick, and Jamie. Awesome job that they're doing with that, as always. Um, and I think that might be about it. Hmm, I think you've covered everybody quite mm. adequately and ably. 
there, Matt. See what I did? Um, mm. So, onomatopoeia. No, it wasn't. Um, right, okay. So, uh, do you want to know who we've got on the show next week? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me then. <laughs> he sounded Put your very posh. There, didn't it? <laughs> he sounded very posh. Um, uh, so, it's another good one. The, the, the train keeps on rolling for Series 6. Um, JP's done a great job standing in for Josephine, and he's booked mm-hmm. us some incredible guests. And uh, we have got Mr. Gary Reader next week at Robo Dad Runs. Uh, do you know much about Gary? I do not know. Well, you're about to find out, Matthew Taylor. I like Just what you wait. did there. Just wait seven little days. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hip replacement. Wow. Um, similar story to our Lucy from Series mm-hmm. One. It was unfortunately, yeah. Luke- yeah. So unfortunately, I had to pull out a pendle as well, bless her, with COVID and, and yes. training and stuff. So uh, still going to be cheering us on. But yes, I digress. You do digress, completely ruining the segment, but fine. Yeah. Um, uh, but Gary is similar to Lucy in the sense that he's had a, now a double hit replacement. But you're going to find out all about that, uh, all about his recovery, all about his amazing achievements beyond it. Uh, really great chat with a really, really nice bloke. Um, and that, Matt, will be halfway through. Oh, no, it won't. I was going to say halfway through Series 6, but we're going up to 14 episodes this series. So we're not even halfway. There's plenty wow. of the mountain still to climb. Um, do you see what I did there as well? Mountain yeah, to climb, because yeah. you, you've got to climb a mountain. Yeah, yeah, and get lost up a mountain as well. Though. Yeah, lost, understood. Um, <laughs> and that is about that. Where can people find us, Matt? If you want to give us a follow, if they want to come and have a little chat with us. Anywhere. Uh, what to, what the fart like on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, Twitter, I've said Twitter. Uh, <laughs> there's website www.whatthefartlight.com. Uh, email, what you are not doing well this week. I mean, I thought I've had a good episode this week, if I do say mm. so myself. Mm. Okay, yeah, you can email us. I can't remember the email, it's in our bio. <laughs> <laughs> I've done really well this week. <laughs> What the fuck? Like podcast at gmail.com. It's the same one it's been for the last two years, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, find, find us everywhere. Search us. What the fuck? Like, we're the only losers that live under that name, so you'll find us. You will indeed. And by all means, do please go have a chat with us. We've had a few messages from people this week, which has been lovely, saying they've uh, seen people at Rasselbock, they've seen mm-hmm. the T-shirts, they've seen the Parkrun Cup, they've seen some of the stuff we've shown on social media that they're keen to find out more about us. Uh, welcome as many people as you can with open arms. If you're listening to this, if you think to yourself, you know what, I'd like to get to know some new people in the running community. I'd like to get um, out to meet some people at races, whether it's just uh, chatting to people online, whatever it might be. If we can lubricate that journey for you, then please let us um, drop us a message. Come and have a chat with us. We'll tell you all about all the things we do as a community. The, mm-hmm. the Fart Like family, the community is so much more than this podcast. It's grown arms and legs. And I'll be honest, this little thing that we do on a Thursday is just a tiny little part of it now yeah. um, because it's so much more. And it's so much more beyond just me, Matt, the core team. You guys are meeting up at park runs. You guys are leaning on each other when you need a little bit of support. You're doing these amazing, amazing things, and you're doing it together. And we are so, so grateful that you choose to do it, even if in small part, under the Fartlek family banner. And we love you very, very, very much. And please do. So if, if you're thinking, yeah, that sounds good, that's something I want to learn more about, drop us a message. Uh, me and Matt are always online. Um, we'll reply to you straight away. We'll let you know some more info and, uh, and be, come be part of our motley crew 
of uh, wonderful fart lickers. Love it, love it. Absolutely love that, Rob. Yeah, I, I never thought it'd become what it has become with the with the community side of things. We started off as a little podcast, a little silly thing that we, me and you do, but it's come so much bigger, and I love it. I love the community we've got and we've we've built it built, uh, and that you've you guys listening and and all the, all the communities come together and and embraced. It's been awesome. Yeah, couldn't agree more, man. Uh, it has been great, and um, and 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 not to say that. Uh, we're for everyone. We're not everybody's cup of tea. And that is absolutely fine. There's plenty of world for everyone. Um, but, you know, if you do want to be a part of it, if you do think it sounds interesting, we'd love to have you along for the ride. If they want to give you a follow, my fine four foot friend, where can they find you? Uh, I am at Barry Chuckle. I'm Matty Owls. That'll do. Very- very good. And I am our little runaboy Rob. You are. Uh, thank you, mate. Yeah, thank you for missing your cue there. Yeah, I'm our little runaboy Rob. Um, nothing left for me to say apart from, as always, to hope that your runs continue to be wonderful. Please do be excellent to each other. Be kind, or just just leave everyone else alone, man. Just do you. Um, and uh, and we'll see you next week, hopefully. And the final sign off is to wish a huge, huge slice of good luck, happy times and uh, safe passage around the hills of Pendle to Matt and all the Pendle pricks. We're going to have a great time and we'll be back next week with an update for how they got on. What do you reckon, Matt? Is it time to get out of it? It is, mate. Bye! Sante. Sante. Why would you be good help? Just say car so I can run the music. <laughs> But you haven't paid me. Dance, monkey! <laughs> that was that was a seagull dying at the top of <laughs> <laughs>